0: Scott Kaplan Show is live on 710 ESPN, broadcasting in Los Angeles and throughout Southern California, worldwide on the ESPN app. Wherever you may be tonight, we are glad you're with us for our... Debut broadcast here on 710. I was with you guys a few weeks ago. I was filling in in the middle of the day I literally thought that that was what I was doing I was signed a 10-day contract and I planned on working for 10 days and then going back to the rock that I had crawled out from underneath And and I will tell you that the opportunity was given to say hey, would you like to do nights on 710 ESPN? And I said, oh man, are you kidding me? Like, to have the ESPN name and to have the the Los Angeles market and to have the Lakers and LeBron and the Clippers and Kawhi, and right now Dallas is getting ready to wrap this thing up. Dallas has been in control all night, 127-114. Clock is is counting down 10, 9, 8, 7. Ball is being held at midcourt, and the, the, the Clippers will fall tonight to the Dallas Mavericks and this series is now tied at one. So I suppose if you're a Laker fan and you're with me right now and you're hearing this all happening live right now as as I'm watching it, Dallas has tied the series against the Clippers. 127-114 is the final score. Series is tied at one. Woo-hoo! So for, for Laker fans that were worried, like, oh, man, you know, Gosh, the Lakers look terrible. Their shooting percentage is awful. Their three-point shooting is terrible. I'm telling you right now, Lillard's on fire. They got all these other guys, McCollum, and I don't know where Carmelo came from, and they got these big guys, and I don't feel good about the Lakers. Well, the Clippers just lost, and so that series is tied, and we'll see if tomorrow night the the Lakers can tie this series. Hey, if you want to get in tonight, I want you to feel like you can be a part of this show go for it if you want to hit the phones 877 710 espn 877 877 710 3776 listen that's a lot of numbers and i feel like i said them really fast 877-710-3776 so i've been asking this question all night and it's our poll question and i want you to go onto my twitter at scott kaplan click on the link join our community and the winner of tonight's debate is going to win the new video game, MLB The Show 2020. And I want to say this, that I've been asking you guys this question. What do you think is bothering LeBron? Because LeBron keeps making these comments that have us all think something's, something's going on. And on our poll tonight, I asked you what you think LeBron, what his problem is. You know, like, what, what do you think's wrong with LeBron? Is it he misses his real life? He's got other business on his mind. He doesn't think the Lakers are good enough or there's something else. And right now, 54% of people are coming up with other reasons that they think LeBron is saying, it's not basketball, it's not the Lakers, it's something else that's bothering me. And we just had a caller call in. And he said, listen, man, you're not seeing this. Think about it. You're an African-American man in this country. We know about everything that has gone on post-George Floyd. We know how the NBA has embraced Black Lives Matter. It's all over the floor. The players are wearing it on their shirts. They've got all kinds of messages on the backs of their jerseys. And so the the NBA has embraced this movement. And I will tell you something, seriously. If the NBA didn't have Black Lives Matters on the floor and if the players weren't wearing things and if LeBron wasn't wearing a hat after the game, you know what would happen in America? Let let me tell you, because I know this for sure. The news cycle would have flushed this story. We would have moved on in our lives. We got a lot of other things that are going on in our daily lives. I was listening to Mason in Ireland this afternoon. They were talking about NBA ratings. Why are NBA ratings down? One reason I can give you why NBA ratings are down is because at 1030 in the morning on the West Coast, I'm not watching an NBA basketball game. There's one reason for you. I'll give you another reason why NBA ratings are down. It's not basketball season. Right? I mean, normally the finals are in June. It's August. It's the dog days of summer. It's baseball season, and it's getting ready for NFL kickoff. Many people are conditioned that way. Life is crazy right now. covid unemployment, people getting sick, uh, people needing government help, uh, people not wanting to go back to work in some cases, uh, people being you know, uh, hospital workers and having to deal with overflows at times, uh, government officials trying to figure out when to open things up. I mean, life is crazy. So if if you all of a sudden find that you're not watching a basketball game between Philadelphia and Boston, hey, don't beat yourself up over it, okay? Life is pretty crazy right now. We get it. And I will tell you one other thing. You know, baseball beat the NBA back. Soccer beat the NBA back. Major League Soccer did. Um, There were other sports that got kind of that initial blast, that bump from returning, and the NBA was not the first to return. They were the ones that had the best plan, but they weren't the first ones to return. So why are the NBA ratings down? There's a variety of reasons, but I will tell you this. One of our callers called just a few minutes ago and said, you're not thinking about it here. What LeBron is talking about when he says it's more intricate than basketball is he's talking about all of the social justice things that we have all been talking about. When LeBron shows up after the game last night and he's wearing a hat, that's a MAGA hat. Most people in America, if you say MAGA, they know what you mean. Red hat, white letters make America great again. LeBron shows up after the game. And, and I think a lot of the players were wearing the same hat and they may have even been wearing it in the pregame that said, make America, and and instead of great again, they were crossed out those words, and the words were, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. So, this is heavy. You know, this is really heavy stuff. And listen, the reality is, whether you like it or you don't like it, here it is. There are many people who are extremely sympathetic to the cause and think the NBA is doing a fantastic thing by letting their players be politically and socially active and by putting all of these words on the floor, on the back of their jersey, by having them talk about this stuff after games. In pre- the, the NBA is perpetuating uh, the cause. And if the NBA wasn't doing it, let me tell you something. Um, if individual players were trying to do this, it wouldn't have the big voice that it has and the news cycle would have flushed it a long time ago now the opposing viewpoint does anybody know um a columnist and a former tv personality by the name of jason whitlock does that name do anything for anybody oh yeah j-lo do you know the name jason oh, yeah. whitlock you yes, know who I he do. is
1: yeah he's over at fox sports now he's who was uh a uh, former uh, 710 ESPN host, Marcellus is Wiley's co-host on uh, Speak for Yourself.
0: Okay, so Jason Whitlock, I've known him for a really long time. Back in his days when he was a columnist and a radio host in Kansas City. Somehow he became a big famous guy, kind of the poor man's version of Stephen A. Smith. You know, very accomplished writer, former college football player, you know, loudmouth talker, um, you know, he, that's, that's who Jason Whitlock is. He wrote a column today. And this gets right back to our poll question. What's bothering LeBron? The caller said it's the social justice issues that are bothering LeBron. Here's what Jason Whitlock wrote today. And, and, I'll, and this is a quote. What I'm convinced of is that LeBron James has the Lakers channeling the wrong energy and the wrong attitude. The Lakers showed up to Tuesday's game dressed for the Democratic National Convention and a Black Lives Matter after party. They wore red baseball caps that spoofed President Trump's Make America Great Again slogan. The words Great Again replaced by Arrest the Cops Who Killed Breonna Taylor. After the game, James launched into his typical social justice warrior stump speech. I mean, this is Jason Whitlock, an African-American man who has a column and has a big platform, and he is just ripping LeBron. And by the way, that's his thing. You know, that that's his thing. Uh, it's almost like um, like a choreographed dance, like he's the biggest star. I can kiss his ass like everybody else, or I can beat up on him, and I can be somebody that's a standalone voice. He says about LeBron, this is Jason Whitlock, LeBron James is politically grandstanding and social media brand building. He's trapped the Lakers in a negative emotion that undermines their focus, and worse He's signaling to the young people who look up to him that they should lose themselves in the anger and fear of a faux black Holocaust promoted by Black Lives Matter. And I'm reading this stuff out loud. And dude, I'm a 50 year old white guy and I'm reading and I'm going, oh my God, like this is one of the brothers that is beating up on LeBron James. Look, maybe that's what LeBron is talking about. This, this intricacy that it's bigger than basketball. It's not just about basketball. Maybe it is. Maybe that is what's on LeBron's mind, that all of this political messaging is so much bigger than the game. I don't know if that's the answer, but he definitely seems to, uh, to have something on his mind. This is the Scott Kaplan Show on 710 ESPN. If you want to get on the phones, go for it. Um, I will give you the phone number, but I'll tell you right now, we got a couple of callers on the line that really want to get on the air. And I'm, I'm telling you that on our opening night, we're looking for great phone callers. If your call's not good, you're not going to last. And if your call's really good, we're going to want you to come back. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Here's Parker in Orange County checking in on the Scott Kaplan Show. Hey, Parker, what's up? Uh,
2: how are you doing? Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it.
0: Go for it, dude.
2: Got a, got a Laker question. Obviously, everybody's a little weary after the game last night. We saw the rotation tightened up a little bit. Caruso got heavy minutes. No Deion Waiters, no J.R. Smith, no Quinn Cook, who looked like he was heating up towards the end of the bubble. What do you see the rotation changing? Do you see the coaching staff coming in, trying to toss these guys in next game to try to spark something on the offensive end? So I'm watching
0: this game last night. And, and by the way, great phone call, really good question. Let's talk about that for a quick second here. I'm watching this yeah. last night, and at one point in this game, uh, Kuzma who's starting to heat up comes out and Danny Green comes in and McCollum is just working Danny Green over I mean just just working him and I'm thinking to myself why does Vogel come take Kuzma out now and put Danny Green in at this moment it, it was such a, a strange time in the game to take Kuzma out but I'll, I'll tell you something I really don't know what their answer is going to be because you can tell me about a big team. You can tell me about a small team. You can tell me about who might've been heating up at what time, but just the statistics alone are bizarre. Five for 32 from three point range, 15.6% KCP. zero for nine from the field. zero for five from beyond three point range, dude, that guy should never shoot the ball again. I'm telling you, it's like a pitch count. A pitcher, only let him pitch 100 pitches. A player, a basketball player, a player on LeBron's team, you got three shots, man, three shots, maybe five. I'll give you five, Kuzma, I'll give you five. But I'm telling you, after that, me and AD, we got to be the scorers. Let me keep going here. Let me go to Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, you're on the Scott Kaplan Show on 710 ESPN. What's up, Joe?
2: What's up, Scott? How you doing, man?
0: How you doing, man? Oh,
2: well... I just want to say, man. Yeah, uh, we gotta come. We gotta come back very, very hard tomorrow, man. I, I don't think that it's time to panic yet, but it's time to really fight back right now. So uh, we took pretty much. I don't know. I don't like what Coach Vogel did with the coaching rotation. That I think that was my main gripe. I, I feel like we can fix that rotation up a little bit and we could get Dion waiters more than one minute uh we needed some offensive burst so i think if deon waiters can get some good run tomorrow and we can run uh dwight howard a little bit more I, I just feel like i feel like we can do more
0: i got you man waiters played one minute that's it alex caruso played 29 minutes we were trying to have this conversation three weeks ago so what's going to happen bradley's out rondo's hurt caruso's got to step up listen Caruso's great when he's driving the lane and he's dunking and everybody like me is going, yeah, yeah, there's my man. He can actually dunk. Cool. But don't shoot because late in that game when he had open looks and the Lakers were down and they really needed somebody to step up, LeBron gave him the ball. Brick. Here's Jolene in North Hollywood. Jolene, it's our opening night. It's the Scott Kaplan show here on 710 ESPN. Hi, Jolene. Hi,
3: welcome to Los Angeles.
0: Well, thank you. How are you?
3: I am wonderful. Um, I don't understand why Laker Nation is panicking. I've been around since Cooper days. And it's game one. There's adjustments. We have LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Okay, we didn't jail for this one game. And everybody is panicking. Like, we don't have people that can really make it happen in game two. Second of all, when LeBron's talking about he has more on his mind, Has anybody forgot that they're playing for Kobe? Has anybody thought that it's not bigger than even winning the finals is for him? And yeah, that's a lot of pressure on these kids. They're coming back from COVID. They haven't played. Let them get their legs underneath them. Yes, they've been in a bubble. they played a couple of games, but this is a playoff. So it's reset. Reset time and then finals is reset time. How are you going to underestimate LeBron James, who took a whack Cleveland team and took, took took him to the finals and won?
0: I feel so like that's what he's no, going to have to do here, I, Jolene. I, and by the yeah. way, hey, you got to keep calling back. I love this call. Uh,
3: I think and that's what we going to women need to call here. in and support and the Lakers and sports because we have a voice. And I appreciate you even allowing me to voice my opinion. So thank you, and I'm glad you're
0: here. Well, thank you very much, Jolene in North Hollywood. Thank you very much for listening to 710 ESPN. Appreciate you. Have a great night. So look, um, I think that when we say getting our legs underneath us, I mean, they got down there, they played, they opened up against the Clippers, they won that game. Everybody thought, well, hey, remember how they played against the Clippers before the league, before the league shut down? Remember how they played against Milwaukee? I mean, those were the two games that everybody hung their hat on. Before the, the end of the regular season, they got down there. They played. They practiced. They had their time. They're supposed to be the mature team, the experienced team. And Lillard and McCollum, these guys come out. I'm telling you, even Carmelo, you're like, where did he come from? I forgot about Carmelo. They got a lot of big bodies. They can block shots. They can play down in the paint. But the Clippers just lost. And, and you, you know, I think if you were a Clipper fan tonight, you'd be like, Oh man, I thought we were going up 2 Oh, I thought this thing was going to be no problem. On the other hand, if you're Charles Barkley, you're telling everybody the Lakers are going to get swept by Portland. In fact, I want to play that for you coming back. I want you to hear what LeBron is saying or, or what Charles is saying about LeBron. I want to tell you, though, th- this has been an excellent conversation for everybody. There's been really good feedback on what is going on with LeBron. Is it a social justice issue? Is it political messaging? Is it real life? This is a great question, and you guys are all involved in it, and I love it. It's our poll question tonight. We're going to give away this video game coming up a little bit later on, so make sure you're following me on Twitter at Scott Kaplan, K-A-P-L-A-N, and we will make sure that uh, you join our community and get involved in our conversation and start winning. Hey, listen, I want to take some more of your phone calls. I see a lot of people that want to get on the air. That's cool. I definitely want to talk to you. But coming up, what happens when you are so oblivious in your life That you walk into a grocery store and you do all of your shopping while talking on your cell phone, all the while not wearing a mask. I would like to talk about my own experience. Coming right back. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. This is the Scott Kaplan show on 710 ESPN, wherever you may be around Los Angeles tonight. Wherever you may be around Southern California this evening, tuning in on 710 or perhaps worldwide on the ESPN app. Glad to have you along. Watching a bunch of baseball now that the Clippers were defeated and Dallas has tied that series at one game apiece. I've got the Rangers and the Padres right now in the top of the 10th with two down and the Rangers with bases loaded. And I'm, I'm just watching what's going on here and a ball was hit all the way to the wall for the third out. I'm talking like five feet away from being a walk, a, a grand slam home run for the Rangers. So 3-2 uh, Rangers over the Padres. Dodgers are down right now 6-3 to three, uh, to the Seattle Mariners. Dodgers have been so hot. They've won seven straight games. Mookie Betts has been incredible. Even, you know, he just had that, that one, you know, day or two where he couldn't play and, and the Dodgers, you know, just kind of held on. They lost those two games last week at Dodger Stadium to the Padres and then they've been on a tear ever since, but they find themselves down tonight, top of the eighth inning, six three. Uh, right now the Dodgers trail the Mariners and I'm trying to even keep an eye here. Here we go. The Giants are leading in the bottom of the seventh, the Angels five to two. So Giants over the Angels, 5-2 right now. Top of the, or middle of the 10th rather, Texas over the Padres, 3-2. And the Dodgers find themselves down top of the 8th, 6-3 to the Mariners. Okay, so I want to say to everybody that it's been a great first night so far. For those of you that are calling in, love it. Awesome. Keep it coming. Bring it. For those of you that are participating in our poll question of what you think LeBron James's problem is, like what's bothering LeBron James, make sure you go to my Twitter handle at Scott Kaplan and you click into our question of the night, join our community, get involved in the debate. The winner will be announced coming up tonight and we're going to give away one of these MLB 20 video games for PS4 players. So let me just talk a second here about the world that we live in and, and the need for everybody to wear masks for a moment. So look, um, I'm all about masks. It's fine. I'm I'm cool. I see these videos on the internet where guy walks into a store and he won't wear a mask and somebody comes over and they're real professional. Like, excuse me, sir, if you don't mind, you know, we have a sign up front. that says, you know, you need to wear a mask. And the guy's like, I'm not wearing any mask. What's your problem? This is all a bunch of nonsense. This thing's not even real. Walk outside and I'll kick that mask right off your face. And it's like, did you ever see this video and like the, the the son has to go to the dad like hey dad can you can you chill do you mind you're humiliating of us uh, people have their video cameras out this thing's going to be plastered all over the internet in 30 seconds and kid picks up dad and walks him out of the front of the store before dad gets his ass handed to him i'm pro mask i just want I'm i'm setting this whole story up to tell you that i'm pro mask okay i just want you to understand remember work with me i'm pro mask okay so, the other day, I'm in my car, driving down the road. I got my Airbuds in, and I am involved in a very deep conversation. And we're talking, and we're back and forth. And again, I got my Airbuds in, which, you know, those Airbuds, those are the greatest things that ever happened. How, we say, How do we live life without cell phones? How do we live life without Airbuds? If you lose your Airbuds, it is a killer. You lose them. You realize how much you need them. You will pay pretty much anything to go get a new pair. And then like six weeks later, you'll find them in your shorts that you were wearing. there in the bottom of your hamper, the whole deal. So I'm wearing these earbuds. I'm involved in a deep conversation. I get out of my car. I walk into the grocery store. I see the sign. I see it. Wear a mask. I see it. I don't even think, I don't know what my problem is. I I mean, I'm involved in a conversation. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not a jerk. I'm not self-centered. or At least I don't think I am. And and I want to do right by other people, man. And I'm telling you, I'm not wearing a mask. So I'm walking around the grocery store. This is like straight out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. This is straight out of Larry David's life. It happens all the time. We probably all live situations like these. I'm walking through the grocery store and I'm picking up some turkey over here and a little bit of cheese over here. And I got some shredded lettuce over here. Ooh, I got some ripe avocados. Oh, this is nice. Get a little coffee creamer over here. Don't forget the fruits and vegetables. Okay. Hey, I got some tomatoes, you know? A little, got a little stuff to make a salad, a little roughage in the diet.
1: What kind of dressing?
0: kind of a balsamic vinaigrette kind of person all right all right. on the side preferably if you don't mind thank you thank you so much on the side croutons
1: would you like croutons
0: you know i say i don't want croutons but if they bring the croutons i'm going to eat the croutons
1: i love croutons i know
0: i like the crunch
1: oh the crunch is great
0: so i'm walking through the grocery store and i'm picking out my groceries and i'm putting them in the cart and i'm walking around and i'm on this phone call and i'm deep into this phone call and nobody I mean, nobody in the store looks at me and says, excuse me, um, could you put a mask on, please? No! And there's nobody who walks up to me and, like, gives me, like, a hand signal, like, pointing to my face, like, hello, mask, hello, you're not wearing one, let's go, everybody should be wearing a mask. Nobody, not one person... People want to mind their own business. I think they're scared. I think people are really afraid. Like, oh my god, he must be an anti-masker. If I tell him that he needs to put his mask on, he's going to freak out at me. It's going to turn into a video on Instagram. It's going to get ugly.
1: They thought you were a a a male version of a Karen, which is apparently either it's Ken or it's Terry or it's Kevin or it's some kind of name, but it's it's whatever male version of a Karen that that's what they think they're fearing of.
0: Jesse Lopez, let me tell you something, J Lo. I don't want to be a Karen. I don't want to be considered a Ken, a Karen, a Darren. I don't want anybody to think that I think that I'm privileged or better. I'm just oblivious. I'm stupid. I'm not nasty. I'm not mean spirited. I'm just caught up in my own little world. And so I'm walking around the grocery store. I got no mask on. I get up to the front to the, to the checkout counter. And this very sweet young lady says to me, excuse me, sir, um, give a mask and i have that immediate innocent reaction which, which is i i have both hands and both hands are are touching my pockets of my pants like oh 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 oh, oh, oh i don't have a mask oh okay and then i realize i don't even have a mask what kind of a jerk what kind of a guy is on the phone what could be so important in your because listen if the phone calls that important you probably aren't walking around the grocery store What kind of a jerk walks right past the sign that says you must wear a mask to come in the store, walks around, does all of his shopping, is on a phone call for 25 minutes, and doesn't even realize you're not wearing a mask?
1: I have a a name for that, actually. I have a new name that's not a Karen, Taryn, Darren, Maven, Saren, or any kind of Evan or N. Scott Kaplan. Oh, please, come on. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy, but I was that guy
0: i was that guy i didn't mean to be that guy i became that guy and i'm walking around and i don't have the mask and this young lady says to me she says sir do you do you have a mask i said oh my goodness i'm so sorry i don't have a mask and luckily at the grocery store they came out they had masks they gave it to me i put it on but the damage was done i breathed out loud I, i i shared my my germs in some way you know I mean, I was walking around that store. I touched tomatoes. I touched avocados.
1: How dare you, Scott. I didn't have
0: a mask on. Well, mm-hmm. I want you to know I don't feel good about it,
1: just so you know. I wouldn't either. I, I forgot my, my mask at home the other day, but I've been in this situation before. So I carry an extra mask. I have two extra masks in my car. I have an ex- extra mask in my backpack to make sure that this doesn't happen because it almost happened to me once and i had had no idea what to do i was just are, lost
0: are you wearing the masks that are like the light blue they look like surgical professional medical masks or do you find yourself wearing a more fashionable mask i personally really like the the neck warmer that you lift up over oh, your the, nose The gators mask. that's what they yeah. call
1: them what do they call them Gaiters. g-a-i-t-e-r or something like that i do not mm-hmm. know that's what they called either my sister got me one and she's like, hey, I got you a gator. I'm like, you got me an alligator? <laughs> and she didn't like, know the mask as she pulled it out. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that's what they were called. I didn't know either, but and I like them. You learn something new every day.
0: I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember my mask every day. I felt like a jerk. I felt stupid. Okay. I felt terrible. All right. I just, but I just, I was, I was just caught up in a phone call. And it's true. It couldn't have been any, it could not have been that important. Just could not have been that important. If it was that important, I wouldn't have gotten out of the car. I wouldn't have been looking for ripe avocados with no mask on in the grocery store. So if you were in that store, just so you know, thus far, I got, I got my taste, I got my smell, and I feel great, man. So I'm just, I just was caught up in my own little world, which is, I think, a lot of people's problems right now, right? I mean, this has been the most bizarre. Crazy year of all time. And many of us were in December going, yeah, 2020, bring it. And then by like early February, once Kobe's helicopter had crashed, we were like, what the heck? And then COVID and George Floyd and unemployment and craziness. And then jerks like me walking around a grocery store without a mask on. When in years past, if you were wearing a mask, you were the outcast. Now I wasn't wearing a mask and I became the outcast okay i don't know how we got onto that topic but that's all right that's cool that's cool coming up let's get back to our poll question tonight i want to give you one more chance because somebody's going to win that mlb 20 game for ps4 and i know that if you're a gamer you want this thing so go on to my twitter handle at scott kaplan click on the link Make sure that you're joining our community. Get in on the conversation. What do you think is bothering LeBron James? And we're going to have results of our poll right around the corner. So stick with us. This is the Scott Kaplan Show on 710 ESPN. This is the Scott Kaplan Show on 710 ESPN. Glad to have everybody along tonight. This is our first night. We're back on Friday night. And the Lakers are back tomorrow night. And keeping my eye on all kinds of things that are happening right now, live while we're on the air. Earlier tonight, the Clippers fell to the Mavericks. That series is tied at one apiece. Dodgers are down right now 6-4 to the Mariners. That game is in the bottom of the eighth. And I've got right now, I'm taking a look at Texas versus San Diego. Bases loaded, bottom 10. Manny Machado is at the plate. It's a 1-2 count. There's one out in the game. And can the former Dodger come up big tonight For the Padres in what has been a very interesting series because I think everybody knows about the national controversy, Fernando Tatis hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 count when the Padres are up big, and then Padre fans already calling for the firing of their manager, Jace Tingler, who did not come and defend his superstar, rather kind of took the side of his former organization, the Texas Rangers, but that assumes that any of you know who Jace Tingler is, and frankly, I barely know who he is. And I know Fernando Tatis didn't know who he was. By the way, one thing about baseball happening in Southern California, can we all agree right now? between Mookie Betts and throw in Bellinger as well. I mean, I think everybody's kind of just become Mookie obsessed, but Mookie Betts and Mike Trout and Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, you're talking about three of the most exciting players and, and, Right now, the three best players in Major League Baseball, all within 100 miles of one another. And that is amazing in this 60 game baseball season where every game seems more important, more amplified. And I can tell you from my own perspective, much much more interesting, this 60-game schedule. So keeping our eyes on everything that's going on while we're live on the air. Like I said, this Texas-San Diego game is 3-2 Texas, bases loaded, bottom 10, one out, 2-2 count with Manny Machado up at the plate, and I'll let you know how things go. Mariners 6, Dodgers 4. And, hey, Jesse, are you, uh, are you following what's going on in the Angels versus the Giants right now? I changed the
1: channel, so I missed out what's going on.
0: All right, hold on. I got it right here. 7-2 Giants over the Angels. This is in the top of the eighth inning with one out. But I got my TV focused on one game because it looks like it's coming to an end right now. And with Manny Machado at the plate and bases loaded, oh, my. Oh, my. Machado, oh, my goodness. Manny Machado just hit a walk-off bomb Grand Slam the former Dodger current Padre just hit a walk-off grand slam against the Texas Rangers. And you talk about irony that, that this whole Texas Rangers, Fernando Tatis controversy about hitting a grand slam on a three Oh pitch, Manny Machado just blasted, blasted a grand slam for a Padre walk-off. So that gives me a chance to go now right back to this Dodgers Mariners game. There you go. This is great. I just, the only problem is I got one TV with four or five different games that I was watching at the same time. And I was trying to talk on the radio while live. So I mean, there's a lot going on here this, this afternoon here, or now this evening in my studio. Okay. It's sports galore. It's amazing what's happened here. I mean, listen, wherever you may be tonight, wherever you're doing, whatever, wherever you're listening, think about what's going on right now. You've got this baseball season where, like I was saying, every game seems more important, more amplified because of the 60-game schedule. You've got the Clippers now tied in a 1-1 series. You've got the Lakers now down 0-1 to the Portland Trailblazers. You've got baseball going on, basketball happening. For those of you that pay attention to hockey, you've got hockey going on. Major League Soccer is happening right now. NFL training camps are going on. I mean, every one of the sports that you really care about right now is happening. I will say this, though. I don't know how college sports are going to do it. I still understand. I get it. If I'm the SEC, I want to play. I think a lot of this is about what state is red versus what state is blue. And, and the red states want to try and play. And I just don't know how they're going to do it. Because when you take a football team and you put 105 or 110 guys on a campus and then every other team goes, well, wait a second you can't have the football team play and not have the girls' soccer team play or the boys' golf team play or the volleyball team play. So – It's not just the football players. It's all the other athletes that will demand and expect that if the football team is playing, we play too. And that means that we have to travel from school to school and play against team from team. And then somebody's going to have a positive test and play against another kid. And then they're going to bring it back to the campus. And somebody's going to sleep with somebody. And before you know it, it's all over campus, man. So I don't know how they're going to do it. But I will just say. Um, There are so many things going on in sports right now. Okay, Jesse, are you ready to give away our prize tonight as furnished by the promotions team here at 710 ESPN? Are you you ready to give this away?
1: I am ready for this. I am ready to give away and to be jealous of whoever wins this game.
0: So you really, really love this MLB Show 20 because – this, you know, is, it, this it, is, from it what is. I'm told, this is like the game for gamers when it comes to Major League Baseball.
1: Is that right? Yeah, because, you know, I had a PS3 and I'll always base. There's something about baseball games with me. I've always loved playing baseball games. I like playing the season and just kind of simming half and playing half and just going and see how many World Series I can I can win and how good I can build the Dodgers. Uh, so I've always I have a special thing for baseball games and it's just I'm very bitter because I did not buy a PS4 so and the base only good baseball games are on the the, the PlayStation. So I haven't played a good baseball game in years. And I'm just missing it. So I'm I'm a little bitter on that.
0: All right. Well, if you're a PS4 player and you want this MLB, the show 20, we're going to give away another one on Friday night. Tomorrow, the Lakers will come back on the radio and I'll grab your calls coming up in one second. But I asked this question earlier tonight. What do you think is wrong with LeBron James? And I'm going to tell all of the 710 listeners, look, we're going to be on the air for three hours a night. That gives us 21 hours of the day for all of us to talk about other things and um, for all of us to be part of a community, for all of us to talk about the things that we want to talk about, to argue, to debate, etc. cetera. So tonight I put this out. What do you think is wrong with LeBron James? Gave you four answers. Misses his real life, has other business on his mind, doesn't think the Lakers are that good, or other. Well, 52% of people who voted tonight said that there's something else going on with LeBron James. And the guy who wins the debate tonight, meaning he got the most votes from other players – is a gentleman by the name of Bernard Thompson. I know who Bernard Thompson is. He's been a part of this community for a long time. He says, says, I don't think there's anything wrong with LeBron. He was just trying last night to get his team involved so they could get hot and he could get everyone going. But looks like now he sees he can't depend on anyone. His mentality going forward has to be to kill. It has to be AD and Bron the rest of the way. And so that comment got the most votes. Bernard Thompson won the debate. Bernard congratulations you've got MLB the show 20 on PS4 compliments of the Scott Kaplan show and compliments of 710 ESPN thanks for playing Bernard appreciate that and so look we're going to build this community Jesse because I'm telling you right now you can go on Twitter all day long and you can get Trump tweets and you can get tweets from political people and you can get all kinds of other stuff and hate and garbage and everybody yelling at each other or we can all get together in one place, and that's what I plan on doing with everybody. So make sure you're following along on Twitter, but then we'll put links out, and that's how we're going to give away a whole bunch of prizes. So there you go. Bernard Thompson is our first winner tonight, J-Lo. Woo!
1: Congrats, Bernard. I like what he said because, I, I mean, I think that has been an issue with LeBron since becoming a Laker. He's, he's uh, too passive in the beginning and doesn't really know or doesn't choose to attack until it's too late or it's, you know, too little too late. So I agree with him. I like that winner.
0: I mean, listen, LeBron James has always been a great passer. He has phenomenal vision. He knows where everybody is on the floor. But sometimes his passes are so good that his teammates look at him and go, how did you even do that? Like, how did you get your arm around the defender to bounce past the ball to me through that traffic? And by the way, I wasn't even looking because I didn't even think you could get it there. Mar- they
1: were marveling at what LeBron was doing. They're like, wow, look at him go. Oh, wait, why are you passing me the ball? Right, like, You're wh- LeBron wait, James. right,
0: Dude, stop passing. Start shooting, okay? Yes. You, you, listen, it's very nice. You're a very generous guy. We really appreciate the fact that you want to get everybody involved. It goes back. There was an old bit on SNL. Jay Farrow, the comedian, performing as Stephen A. Smith. I will tell you that nobody else should get the ball at the end of the game. And, and Farrow goes through this whole thing. I love this man. I love him like a brother. We've shared meals together. He's a great guy. But in the fourth quarter of an NBA basketball game, nobody like a Kyle Kuzma, okay, or a KCP or an Alex Caruso, none of these dudes should be shooting the basketball. And by the way, if you're a Laker fan, dude, I'd love to hear from you tonight about what we think is going to happen tomorrow night. Because the Clippers, their series got tied tonight. So while the Laker fans might be thinking, oh man, we're in some big trouble. All of a sudden, the Clippers are in a fight themselves. Lakers can bring this thing back. I still want to play for you, Charles Barkley, telling everybody that the Lakers are going to get swept. So if you want to get in, you still got a chance here tonight to get on the phones and let us hear what you have to say. Uh, in fact, I'm going to come right back to a bunch of your phone calls on the way don't go anywhere we're about to wrap up the first ever scott kaplan show on 710 espn here come some more of your calls and a bunch more of your feedback and then we're going to wrap up with mistakes that i may have made bad takes that i may have had jesse and curtis will figure it all out for us next this is the scott kaplan show on 710 espn this is the scott kaplan show on 710 espn watching the dodgers and the mariners dodgers have won seven straight they're down 6-4 right now top of the ninth one runner on.
1: Come on, Taylor, do something.
0: Chris Taylor's up, and uh, Jock Peterson was up, and he had a solo home run earlier. And I turned away for a second; I didn't see exactly what happened. Chris Taylor's 0 for three on the night, and the Mariners are up six four. Dodgers trying to extend their their streak to eight straight.
1: See se puede. I have I have uh, hope. What are you saying, Jess? I believe that the Dodgers will come back and win 7-6. Been I'm, I'm on calling fire. my shot
0: right now. They have been on absolute fire. Hey, listen, I'll grab your phone calls on the way out the door, 877-710-3776. Tomorrow night the Lakers are back on the radio station, and we are back on Friday night. Hey, listen, leave your radio right where it is. So if you're in your car right now and you're driving home, And, I mean, it's the bright lights of downtown L.A., and, you know, the studios for 710 are right there at L.A. Live, right across the street from the Staples Center, wherever you're cruising around right now. Okay, leave your radio on 710 so that in the morning when you wake up, and it's, listen, I get it, it's not the normal world, right? Like, you get done, you get home, you turn off your car, it's on 710, you wake up in the morning, you get up, you go to work, it's still on 710. That's when you get to listen to Keyshawn. And you get to listen to Jason Williams and you get to listen to that whole brand new morning show that essentially, I mean, let's face it, it was built for the for the 710 audience, right? I mean, Keyshawn goes back to New York, but he was a New York Jet, but he's a USC guy and he's an L.A. guy. And it's like, well, if we put him on in the morning, that's perfect. I mean, that morning show was built for this audience. So keep your radio on 710. Keyshawn and the whole team comes up starting at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. And like I said, we're back on Friday night. Okay, so Jesse Lopez is the new producer to the Scott Kaplan Show. Curtis Poindexter is an associate producer, and he's running the operation. just stand in wall like he was Poindexter? Gentlemen, what, what tonight did I do on my first night here on 710 ESPN? Mistakes that I made. Inaccuracies that I perpetuated bad takes that i may have
1: had along the way jesse what do you got for me rip me man well we are all human so we all make mistakes but i got to say number one first and foremost the mask i mean come on i understand you were were in your earbuds you're at least whatever call you were doing you were in you were in the zone i get it but we live in a world where masks are now part of your outfit you check them As well as you check your phone, your wallet, your keys. Now it goes phone, wallet, keys, and masks. That's the first one. The second one, Scott, I know you're from San Diego. But right here, where's the big time? This is LA, Los Angeles. And up here in LA, unless it's Fernando Tatis doing something amazing, we don't really care about the Padres. All we want is Dodgers. Beat us, Dodgers. Kerbert Ruiz, come on. Get us the lead. Get us that three-run home run.
0: You got two runners on. Dodgers are down 6-4. It is the top of the ninth. You got runners on first and second. You got one out. And Ruiz is up. And, you know, it's funny, Jesse, you say that uh, nobody cares. And I know. I get it. I mean, listen, Manny Machado had like a cup of coffee with the Dodgers. And uh, but I think anytime somebody hits a grand slam walk off, it's kind of a big deal. So, listen, people are from lots of different parts of the country. You know, I hear Steve Mason all the time telling old stories about being from Ohio. And I hear Steve Mason say San Diego's the greatest city in the world. And then John Ireland comes back and says, no, Los Angeles is the greatest city in the world. You can't hide from where you're from. And so, listen, when, a, when the Dodgers are the team. The Dodgers are the team that everybody is shooting for. And the Padres have always had that chip on their shoulder. They're just the little small market team that doesn't have the money to keep up. Um, no sympathy. But I got to say that Tatis is now in line with, and I know it's short short term here. I mean, he hasn't had a, a brilliant long-term career. But Tatis, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, I mean, superstars on the Southern California Baseball scene. I got it. Hey, listen, Jesse, I'll tell you right now. One of the reasons I wanted so desperately to get onto the airwaves of 710, I've told this story before. My friend Dick Emberg, who died two years ago at 81 years old, was one of the most legendary sportscasters ever in the business. And Dick Emberg used to say to me, Kaplan, if you want to be a star, get to Los Angeles. And so those words rang in my ears as I was trying to perpetuate this whole situation with 710. I called my friend Jim Lampley, by the way, I'm a name dropper. I'm a Jesse be prepared. Okay. Call me out, dude. It's okay. I'll call myself out tonight. I'm a name dropper. I'm name dropping right now. I called Jim Lampley and Jim Lampley said to me, people in Los Angeles care about only things in Los Angeles because people in Los Angeles don't realize there's a world outside of Los Angeles. And that came from Jim Lampley, the most legendary boxing announcer of all time, who at one point in his career actually was a newscaster with his wife for like the ABC affiliate. Oh man, in I got to look
1: back and find those. Oh, Jim dude, Lampley is like a reporter? <laughs> oh dude,
0: you got to see these. You got he's not a reporter, he's a news anchor and you got to see it. Okay, wait, hold on. Here's the situation. Mookie Betts is up. The Dodgers are down 6-4. There's two outs. There's runners on first and second and Mookie is up. And you talk about a guy who could change a game with one swing of his bat. I love Mookie Betts. George Sedano asked a great question earlier today on Sedano and LZ. What is your biggest uh, highlight thus far of the Dodgers season? And Ramona Shelburne has answered Mookie Betts. And I couldn't agree with her more. Uh, Getting him from Boston, getting him signed long-term, and watching him perform both offensively and defensively uh, very exciting. He has lived up to the hype so far. So here's Mookie Betts. He's one for three on the night. He's looking at a 1-1 one, one count. There's two runners on. There's two outs. And the Dodgers are down 6-4. to four. We'll let you know how it goes. Curtis Poindexter, did you find any bad takes? Did you find any inaccuracies? Is there anything that you can beat me up over tonight?
1: You know, when you were talking about uh, don't let KCP shoot, I was there with you. I was there. I agreed with you because I'm not a huge fan of letting him Unless shoot Unless it's on NBA 2K21 where I can shoot threes and make it rain threes like he should be doing in real life. But when you said Kuzma shouldn't shoot either, you lost me. Uh-oh. Because Kuzma, the man that's been the most on fire on this team in this bubble, I trust Kuzma to shoot too. He's got the swagger. He's got everything. That, that, that's, what I, that's the only thing I disagree with you on, man.
0: Kuzma last night, 5 for 14 from the field, 1 for 5 from 3-point range, 14 points total. Uh, for all of the analysis and questions about who's going to become the third option for the Lakers, Kuzma was supposed to be and has become, but, you know, there's, there's got to be, somebody said earlier, somebody called earlier, it can't just be LeBron and AD, and I'm saying it has to be just LeBron and AD. Okay, on our way out the door tonight, let's hustle up and see if we can get a couple of calls in before we get out of here. Here's Zach in the Valley. Zach, Scott Kaplan here on 710 ESPN. You're going to have to hustle it up. What do you say, Zach?
2: Scott Kaplan, good evening, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. What an honor to help uh, be a part of your first show. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, Let me just go ahead and say this. I want to be very careful with the things that I'm about to say here, okay? Um, First of all, I do wear my mask anytime I get out of the car, uh, whether, whether business or personal. So I, I do wear my mask. I do sanitize. So I feel that I do take my, um, I take my precautions accordingly. With that being said, um, usually, when you look at a video clip of somebody not wanting to wear their mask, yes, maybe they 're acting a little you know out of control or or it, they they should have the open mind for everybody else with that said, though, I find it interesting that within four to five months, we have gone you know uh, and not that i mean of course, what is happening with with covid nineteen is very serious, but it what i 'm seeing is just people a people that has, have become really intimidated in a way or or, you know, just up high, very uncomfortable. And, yes, it's serious. So, I mean, it, it can make sense why people are uncomfortable. Well, listen, I think, reckon-
0: that the point, I think the point is, and thanks for the call, I think the point is, is that what I was experiencing was I felt stupid for not having my mask. I know that there was a sign when I walked in that said, make sure you have a mask. I was on the phone, which meant I was in my own little world, and I wasn't paying attention, and I felt like a jerk. By the way, really quickly, because this is as we're getting ready to get out of here tonight, Corey Seager tonight, 0 for four. Okay, the Dodgers are down six four. There's two outs. There's an 0-2 count, and it's bases loaded. Did I? Do you got what I'm saying to you? Six four. Seattle over L A. Really hard. Bases loaded, and two down, and we've got about thirty seconds before we're going to get off
1: the air. Come on, tonight. Corey. Co- Corey Seager, come on, man. Come on, Corey. Make 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 our debut show something to be memorable about. C- come on, let's go, man. Oh, the pitcher's taking forever. Come on, I mean, what is this? Forever, Baseball dude. in the '90s? Ah, Come on! Oh my! Like we're this all sitting is here
0: scared. We're all this sitting pitcher here watching. Scared. Oh my god! We're not ball. gonna find out. Oh no! We're not gonna find out. Hey, thank you to Jesse Lopez. Great job, J Lo. Excellent work tonight. Woo-hoo! Really appreciate you, Curtis Poindexter. Great work. Excellent job, man. Our first night together. My man, Grande Alejandro, down in my office helping out with everything. Thank you so much, Grande. And to all of the 710 listeners, let's get it together here, man. I'm telling you, the the local sports talk on 710 continues now until 10 p.m. at night. Seeger, by the way, struck out. 6-4, Mariners win, Dodger winning streak Joe! comes to an end, as does our first broadcast Lakers tomorrow night, and then we're back on Friday for Jesse and Curtis and the entire crew here at 710. This is Scott Kaplan. We'll see you Friday night on 710 ESPN.